Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Another edition of the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Rodney Fisher. I'll be joined by my co-host, Boris Fisher, here in just a second. But first, we got a lot to talk about. Everything from NBA to NFL to college to MLB. And, of course, Penn State as well, too. We're hoping for a surprise guest to join us all for the night. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get our show started like we always do. Let me bring on my co-host, star of our show, Mr. Boyd Fisher. How are you tonight, sir? I'm doing fine, Rodney. Thank you for that great introduction. Uh, you're getting better and better every week. I do appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to tonight's show. Absolutely. We got a big show tonight. A lot going on. I mean, it's only July, but there's a lot going on. So uh, I'm, I'm excited. It's been a busy summer. It's been a pretty busy summer. Free agency and these uh, Detroit Lions players getting arrested, uh, the Dez Bryant, the NCAA. I mean, it's been a busy summer. Yeah, we've Olympics got to start. Olympics will start on Friday. we got a lot to talk about with that. And we got a lot of stuff going on, of course, with the new news about Dez Bryant. And not only that, but also the Penn State as well, too. So we'll start there. If you guys want to follow us online, all you have to do is go to our website, rfsportsradio.com to follow us there. Or you can also follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash radio. So let's go ahead and get into it real quick. Penn State finally gets penalized by the NCAA. Uh, it was a pretty big penalty, Royce. Of course, we all know some of the specifics of the penalty so far. But let's go back and listen to the press conference that was held on Monday. Uh, when all this took place, when uh, the NCAA president finally came out and, and sanctioned uh, Penn State for what they did in, in the uh, Jerry Sandusky scandal. So this is the press conference here live on rfsportsradio.com. Has provoked in all of us deeply powerful emotions and shaken our most fundamental confidence in many ways. As we the executive committee, the Division I board, and I have examined and discussed this case. We've kept foremost in our thoughts the tragic damage that has been done to the victims and their families. No matter what we do here today, there is no action we can take that will remove their pain and anguish. But what we can do 
is impose sanctions that both reflect the magnitude of these terrible acts and that are also that and that also ensure that Penn State will rebuild an athletic culture that went horribly awry. Our goal is not to be just punitive, but to make sure the university establishes an athletic culture and daily mindset in which football will never again be placed ahead of educating, nurturing, and protecting young people. More than a hundred years ago, the NCA was created to assure that sports are fully integrated into our colleges and universities, and that the athletic programs wholly embrace the values of higher education. Our constitution and bylaws make it perfectly clear that the association exists not simply to promote fair play on the field, but to insist that athletic programs provide positive moral models for our students, enhance the integrity of higher education, and promote the values of civility, honesty, and responsibility. The sanctions we are imposing are based upon these most fundamental principles of the NCAA. With these intentions in mind, the Executive Committee, the Division I Board, and I have agreed upon the following sanctions. First, the NCAA is imposing a fine of $60 million on the university with the funds to be used to establish an endowment to support programs around the nation that serve the victims of child sexual abuse and seek to prevent such abuse from happening. This amount is the equivalent of one year's gross revenue of the football team. Second, Penn State football will be banned from bowl games and any other postseason play for four years. Third, Penn State's football team will have its initial scholarships reduced from 25 to 15 per year for a period of four years. In order to minimize the negative impact on student athletes, the NCAA will allow any entering or returning football student-athletes to transfer and immediately compete at the transfer university provided he is otherwise eligible. And that was NCAA President Mark uh, Emmerich delivering his sanctions, his laying down of the law, if you will, to Penn State for their actions. And this came very, very swift. Uh, of course, in the past, they've had to do some type of uh, their own investigation, but they went ahead and accepted the free report for what it was. And, Royce, are you surprised by how swift all this kind of came about? Well, Rodney, they, they didn't have a choice but to do something swift. I think the public was calling on it. And uh, I, I, $60 million, did, they, did I hear him right? Did he say $60 million was just a year's salary? for the Penn State program. Did I hear that right? No, that's actually the annual revenues generated by the the football department, which is, which is really, you know, some athletic departments, football departments, a lot bigger than that. So I'm not surprised right, by, right. by the amount of money. Yeah, but I, I to me, okay, this is in my opinion. I saw SMU get the death penalty for paying players, and, you know, that just basically wiped out that whole football program. They went from a Division One school, and they never recovered from that uh, to Division Two school. That's what people look at them. They never recovered from that. I don't think the penalty was severe enough. But what went on for 14 years and lying this guy to be on campus, to have an office, and for these 
higher ups and who all knew about it to let this go on for so long, I think it should have been more severe. Well, let's, let's look at exactly what the penalty was. They got a $60 million uh, sanction. Um, and then, of course, four-year postseason ban. You know, they can't go to the bowl games for right. four years. They had all their wins dating back to 1998 erased, uh, which does a lot of damage to Joe Paterno, let's be honest. That's really who that is geared towards because, of course, before this happened, he was the number one winning uh college football coach of all time. Now A.D. Robinson moves back in that spot, although people are going to consider Bobby Bowden to be the FBS, but I don't even look at that. Eddie Robinson to me is the number one spot. And then and then you look at the stuff that they did, the scotches they're taking away. I mean, it, it is yeah, close to a death penalty. Yeah, it's yeah, it, not the death penalty. Like it was yeah, that's the minimum. I, I think they should have got rid of all scholarships. Uh, I think the penalty should have been a lot more. Severe. A lot of people could disagree with me, but uh, you know, I, this is something that's happened in college sports that I have. I, I'm almost 60 years old. I'm gonna go ahead and get my age tonight. But to see something of this magnitude, I've never seen anything like this before in my life in college football. This was a really a big blemish on college sports, and I, I thought the penalty should have been severe. I know it was swift. I don't think it was enough. Uh, I feel sorry for the guys that are playing. It's good that they're getting a chance to transfer. But I thought they maybe they should have suspended the whole football program because, you know, it's going to take years for these victims to recover, the families to recover, and and even the uh, college football to recover. So, But do you think they were kind of up against a, a brick wall with the fact that, you know, no matter what they decided to do, what punishment they decided to go right. with, Nothing was really going to make up for what happened. You know, even if they got the death penalty, that's still not going to make up for what happened. But do you think that really nothing they could have done could have been sufficient, you know, no matter what punishment they laid out? If, if nothing could have been done that would have satisfied everybody to begin with, uh, the fact of the matter is they did do something, and we know it has, something had to be done. But like you said, that's something that's not going to go away Quickly, people are not going to forget. I, I hate to see it happen. It's a blemish of a great school, a uh, great academic school, great program. But to me, it was such a big deal that the penalty should have been more severe. That's just my opinion. I feel that way because my understanding was, you know, a lot of other people knew about this and they let it go on for 14 years, Rodney. I mean, yeah. how do you get back 14 years? Well, I agree, and I, now don't get me wrong. I think that you know a death penalty would have been fine. I don't think that would have been a problem. I think the punishment they received was severe, but you know I don't think it was as severe as as there's nothing they can do that's severe enough to make up for the actions that happened. Uh, I I also think that you know a lot of people say well there's no you know even in the press conference you said it really wasn't a precedent for something like this. Right. But in my opinion, like you said with that SMU, that, that's where the president was set. If right, you that was the president. Exactly. If you did something that bad or worse than that, then you deserve the death penalty that SMU have. And since then, we've never seen a program have a death penalty up until that point. So I think they, you know, they want the program to come back under a new regime in a better way. But this is a huge, a huge blow for them because not only will they lose the scholarships, 
but players are going to be able to transfer right away too. And they've already had their uh, star running back is already committed to another school, and that happened in less than 24 hours after the announcement came down. So, so they so it's really going to be a big big blow for them. We've seen players and other programs get penalized a lot more severe than this. You know, players get you know for taking money. Uh, anywhere from uh, uh, off the field stuff to say it's a fight, uh, sexual assault, and they, they've been banned from football. And, and I, I thought this was just as bad as some of those infractions. So, uh, to me, it's not enough. It, it's, it's something, but uh, it doesn't make up for, for what took place in that program. It to me it just does not make up for it. You know, and even now with them taking the wins away, you've got a lot of people, uh, even players that are upset right. about the fact that they're taking these wins away, games that they played in. Uh, right. One former Penn State play, player, uh, Adam Telefero, who some may remember as back in 2000, he suffered a spinal cord injury, which almost cost him his life, uh, playing as a Joe Paterno. He expressed a lot of frustration right. on Twitter. He wrote on Twitter, NCAA says games didn't exist. Uh, I got a metal plate in my neck to prove it did. I almost died playing for PSU, punishment or healing. So so he, can you see, you know, his side of things as far as him feeling like, you know, well, you can't take away these wins and games I played in. I, I, was, a, I was a player. So from a player's standpoint, how do they view a punishment like this? And, and, and you're right, and I do feel sorry for those guys. And you're right, he did suffer a tremendous injury you know, having played in that game. And, you know, those guys do play the game. They do play to win. But it all falls back on the administration and the coach. If if your coach is a reflection of the team and if he makes bad decisions, even during the game, if you make a bad call, it could cost you the game. But, you know, you, you win as a team, you lose as a team, and you suffer as a team. So uh, it, we know it was just one person. The whole team has to suffer. Yeah, I agree with that. I think if you're a player that played between 98 and 2011, you can't be upset about the wins being taken away. I mean, you just have to accept it what it is. I mean, life is not fair. Things happen. And you have to accept it. I mean, during that time period when you played, whether you knew it or not, your coach, your football staff, the people that you worshipped at Penn State were hiding something so, so devilish that – that's what happens, and that's that's what happens when you do something like that. And I think they should just feel like, you know what, we had that time, we played the games, they can't take it away from us, we'll have the memory of what we did, but at the same time, you know, you you can't be mad that they've taken those wins away, you know, because, because of what they what happened, what, what the cover-up was all about. And, right. and it, it's a cautionary tale, too, for other institutions that even Mark Emery went on to say that this is a case of, putting football above everything else, putting athletics above everything else, which is kind of hypocritical, I guess you could say, Royce, because most schools put athletics above everything else anyway. I mean, it is the big business of college. Well, that's the state of the college uh, NCAA right now. Like I said, football is the most productive revenue. Uh, Most teams live and die by football revenue. We saw some of these teams get so big. But – Nothing's bigger than the game. Uh, you know, the, the game is one thing, but this this is bigger than the game. Let me change that. It, it's much larger than the game. And you can't uh, do things like this and have an athletic program that a lot of this kind of stuff to go on 
and and, and not uh, get the repercussions of that. You know, you, you, have, to, you have to take away wins. You know, uh, it, it'll be hard for them to bounce back from this. I mean, I would never look at Penn State the same. I don't think anybody else will. Matter of fact, I feel dirty from just going to the Ticket City Bowl to see them yeah. play. But, <laughs> right. you know, I, I, I do. I, I really do. I feel bad that I, that I did see them, even though it was terrible. But it, it, you and I both know we were at that game. It was just something about the atmosphere. It was something in the air that day. It just wasn't quite right. And I yeah. think that, that taste will linger with me forever. Yeah, absolutely. And, and before the sanctions came down, before they took down his statue just the day before on Sunday, before all this happened, me and you had discussed last week about what right. we do with Paterno's legacy after the free report came out and implicated him as being part of that cover-up just as much as anyone. Uh, the Paterno family released a statement on Monday afternoon. In their statement, they say, the sanctions announced by the NCAA today defame the legacy and contributions of a great coach and educator without any input from our family and those who knew him best. Uh, they also went on to say that, that the president, the athletic director, and the board of trustees accepted this unprecedented action by the NCAA without requiring a full due process hearing before a committee on infractions is an uh, invocation of their responsibilities. So now well, they're, I, they're still defending I, this guy. You know, they're still trying yeah. to defend the paternal name, even after everyone knows and the NCAA's accepted it, Penn State's accepted it, and everyone's accepted the fact that he was a part of this major cover-up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure before it's all said and done, after we get all the facts in, that it was a known fact that a lot of people, and he, Joe did know what was going on. I had to have some clue, even uh, because he, you know, he, he went up to talk to somebody else about it. But we've seen this in high school where an eligible player has caused uh, a season, a championship, you know. So why not have the same thing on the coach? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think you know you can't you can't defend Joe Paterno. You know the no, students that were trying to yeah. stand guard of the, of the statue, and even people now trying to steal to the well, he, 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 he was He had too much power. Anytime anybody has that much power, and you put a guy on a pedestal as big as he was to to some people up there and to the the, the, the organization, he was a god. You know, he could do no wrong. He was the greatest coach. He served much longer than his time allowed. You know, he was he was the oldest coach out there. And uh, it's unfortunate. Uh, I thought he was a great coach. But, you know, it's more than that. You have to measure the man and not just his accomplishment. So do you think that Penn State survives this? Do you think they eventually come back? I know Bill O'Brien, he's his first year as a coach. He was the uh, Patriots offensive coordinator. He says he's going to stick it out for the long haul. Right. Right. Well, he leader. doesn't have a choice. He doesn't have a choice now. Yeah, he got a choice. I mean, if, well, he, he does. Know, he, if I'm Bill O'Brien, I'm, I'm rethinking this whole decision. Well, I'm going back to the NFL. Yeah, I'm waiting on the NFL team to call me. I'm not, right, I'm not right, going to stick around right, for this. Oh. Right. And I don't think he will. I, I, I think, you know, he's saying the right things because he's in that situation. And, you know, who all know who's going to transfer. He may have a decent team, but you have no chance of winning the bowl. And actually, you're there coaching. 
without the rewards of coaching. You know, you can't go to a bowl game. You, you know, you lost some of your scholarships. And, you know, even if you did have a great team, it's a blemish on this school. And uh, I'm pretty sure viewership is going to expand, attendance is going to go down. I'm pretty sure some places they probably would get booed when they go to out-of-town games. So, yeah, they were uh, doing I, that before, I, before this even happened. Right, right. And I, I can see him quitting that job. And it's unfortunate. I think he's a great coach. Uh, but I, if I'm like you. If I'm him, I'm looking for something in the NFL, assistant coach, I, a quarterback coach, anything to get me back in the NFL. Right, right. I, I, I'm, I'm running to the NFL. Right. I'm Bill O'Brien. Right. Before I even get started with the season. Yeah, I, I might even consider high school. I'm telling you, I'm <laughs> running. I am running before this season even gets started. Uh, now, Royce, before we jump to the next topic, let me ask you what what changes in college football after all this has happened? Does, does any do you see anything that changes between with the institutions, well, with the coaches? I, I think they're going to have to go to a commissioner, kind of like the NFL and the NBA does, where somebody can set up on high, kind of like a judge, where they can hand down penalties. Because uh, you know we're seeing the same things happen over again. God forbid if this happened happen again in any other institution. But we're seeing some of the same infractions happen over and over. These guys have no regard for the game, no regard for what they've been privileged to have, a scholarship to a school. I mean, you know, a, a lot of people can't even afford to go to college. But, they, you know, for these guys to get scholarships, to get a free education, you know, you, you have to act better, you know. And they have to have some kind of morals and some kind of thing. But I think they need maybe go to a commissioner because nobody really knows what the NCAA uh, body is. You know, uh, we went through this before. Uh, but uh, I, I think they're going to put a commissioner in charge where these fines could be more heavily and these guys could finally pay attention. You know, you know I think, I think one up. thing that... I think one thing that changes is you, is you will see institutions kind of scale back this whole, you know, promotion of the coach like they do. It, it, I'm thinking right. in terms of, like, Nick Saban, how he, right. thinks he is Alabama football. Let's right. smile. Uh, you, right. look at the, you look at even college basketball, which is even more than college football. Right. Most, Dean most Smith. With Mike Krzyzewski and Dean Smith right. and, right. and uh, um, um, Jim Beheim. You know, he had his little – Thing he had to go through at Syracuse. I think you start seeing that yeah. these schools are going to start scaling back on the way they promote these coaches as being the end-all, be-all, the larger-than-life figure, the right. more important thing of, in the school itself. You're going to start seeing the people scale back on that, and you're going to see a lot of checks and balances wondering what the coach is doing, what's going on with certain players in certain situations. You're going to see a lot of you, I think you're going to see some changes. I know a lot of people don't think so, but I think you are going to see some type of changes out there. Yeah, and, and you're right. They're going to get uh, more involved in that. It's going to be monitored a lot better. You know, like I said, these, these, these uh, coaches are larger than life. And, you know, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. And we've, we've seen a lot of them fall. And I could go all the way back to UNLV, Jerry. Tanya, remember he he fell from grace. Dean Smith did also, but like you say, there's going to be a checks and balance all the way around on the program, on the school, on the players, on the coaches. Everybody has to be held responsible for their actions. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. 
Let's take a break. We come back, guys. We get into some cowboy talk. You know, we'll talk about Dez Bryant and also Tony Romo's response to Dez Bryant. We're also going to talk some NBA action as well, too. You tuned in to RF Sports Radio, RFSportsRadio.com. We are back. DeSoto Eagles football is back on RF Sports Radio. Starting August 31st, tune in to RF Sports Radio to hear live Texas high school football action. Coach Claude Mathis returns to lead the Texas football powerhouse on another big season. The electric Dez White and Oregon recruit Dontre Wilson lead a high-powered, high-scoring offense. And hear it all right here on RFSportsRadio.com. It all starts August 31st as the DeSoto Eagles take on Arlington Martin right there in Arlington, Texas. Tune in live for RFSportsRadio.com for live DeSoto Eagles football action only here. What's up out there with it, world? What's up with it? It's your boy Chosen. Man, and I'm back in the building, you dig? And for all of y'all that haven't already done it, you know what I'm saying? Go out there and join icebreakerproductions.com right now. Support your favorite ICE artist right now. You know what I'm saying? Get a ringtone, get a t-shirt, buy the calendar right now. You can even pick up a teddy bear. You know what I'm talking about? We got everything. Got everything. Um, Every Wednesday, y'all need to be checking out the Icebreaker Radio Show at mm-hmm. 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. 7 p.m. Well, you hear it? Icebreakerproductions.com. You know what I'm saying? Scroll down about the middle of the page and click on the player and you got us. You know what I'm saying? And if that ain't working for you, hop on iTunes and listen to us on the podcast. I ain't tripping. You know, you can get us on anywhere. anywhere. And uh, if you really want to know what's going down at all times with Icebreaker Productions, you got to follow us on Twitter at Icebreaker Radio. And if right you're a now. Facebook lover, hit us up, Icebreaker Productions. You know right what to do. Now. And uh, for all of y'all that like them live, fresh videos, you know you can follow us on the YouTube channel, Chosen972. Right now. If you're still in the old school and, you know what I'm saying, you still on MySpace, hit us up. 972 wing tripping and uh, without further ado we're gonna go ahead and hop into this album the reason that you're hearing my voice uh-huh. you like one of these artists you know what i'm saying so get your jam on get your lean on yeah. and uh i'll be back at you later on in the future with more ice announcements already This is RF with the RF Sports Radio Show. Do you have a business, a product, a service, or a website, and you need more customers? Advertise with the fastest-growing Internet sports radio show and market your business to sports fans worldwide. Don't miss a unique opportunity to capitalize on the biggest marketing genre in the world. Email me at rfsportsradio at gmail.com. That's rfsportsradio at gmail.com. We have options for every budget, and don't let business pass you by. This matter on advice council to not make any statements at this time. Did a family disagreement occur? Yes. Did Des Bryant commit family violence against his mother? No. We're here today to show that they do love and support each other, just as they did before this incident a week ago. But like all families, all families, the Bryants have disagreements. Mr. Bryant and his family understand the serious nature 
as we all do, of family violence. They believe that when all of the facts are reviewed, all of the facts are reviewed, Mr. Bryant will be cleared of any allegations of family violence. Angela Bryant does not want charges filed against her son. Des and his mother believes the family, uh, the, family the family does in fact matter and that they can work together through counseling to deal with family issues. Welcome back, everyone, to the RF Sports Radio Show, rfsportsradio.com. I want to encourage you guys to download our show on iTunes by going to iTunes and doing the search for RF Sports Radio. You can also go to TuneIn, uh, the TuneIn Radio app on your Google Android or whatever device you may have, and download the show there as well, too. And, of course, just go to our website. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash Radio. You just heard Des Bryant along with uh, Royce West, his attorney, and his mother. They had a press conference today, Royce, to announce basically that all is well. The mother drops the charges. They don't want any charges pressed against Des. And, and now they can kiss and make up and go forward and get ready for training camp. Uh, your reaction well, to well, this today? Well, today? Well, 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 actually, we, we didn't hear from Des Bryant. <laughs> he didn't say a word. I was hoping he would speak. Uh, but I, I'm going to give his lawyer a fact. The fact is that someone made a 911 call because something went on in that house. That's a fact. We all can agree on that, right? Mm -hmm. that something yeah. went on in that house for you to dial 911. And we know some people can do it out of reaction, but, you know, if it gets bad enough where you can't defuse the situation, you have to call in the police. Something's going on that's out of your control. I have two words for Dad Bryan and his family. And that's family counseling. Uh, I know most families are dysfunctional, uh, mad as well, but some more than others. And, you know, you, you you don't let family business be laundered out in public, you know what I mean. That's, I'm from the old school. We always kept things in-house and family. But uh, something went on that day for her to call. I remember I heard a state statement loud and clear on the tape. She said, this can't go on any longer. I can't take it anymore. So I don't know what's going on. I don't know all the facts. But the fact is, something went on in that house today was warranted enough to call the, the Soto Police Department. Yeah, and, I, you know, I knew I had a feeling this was going to happen. Oh, was, you knew. You know, that they were going to, you know, end this thing, and, and you know, he wasn't going to get the whole charges. I mean, it. It makes sense. I mean, I know she's upset about it, and whatever happened did happen. And you know, it's like with family business, sometimes you have to take care of it in the home and keep it right. in the home and outside of everywhere else. So I, I knew this was going to happen. I had a feeling this was going to happen. But, but again, it, it just is a bad taste in everybody's mouth. Yes, You're a Cowboys yeah, fan. Now you got to watch your star wide receiver, the future of the Cowboys, sit there and have a press conference with his mom and Royce West and – it, it just it just it just seemed seemed kind of odd to me the whole situation where it's happening now. Well, I know well, it's just uh, it's a well, lot. Are, are you surprised, Dallas Cowboys? I mean, are you surprised? I mean, in this typical Dallas Cowboys, I've been hearing it <laughs> since the sixties that you know ever since Jethro Pugh's, I mean, uh, North Dallas Forty's been out. There's always been this in the Dallas Cowboys. Always something with Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, so anyway, they're going to move on from that. And, and then you had a chance to catch up or see an interview with Tony Romo. And Romo commented on Des Bryant saying, you know what, he's a good friend of mine. We stand behind him. He'll get over this. We'll move on. But a lot of the talk about Tony Romo was 
Gary knows you got to do it now. The window's closing. Romo, do you feel the same way? Do you know the same way? And that sparked a debate. There's always a, a spirited debate with me and you together about Tony Romo and his place among Cowboys. You seem to think that Romo is my generation's Danny White. Absolutely. You know, so, so, so explain it to everyone listening. Okay, let me, let me get back. I won't get on the uh, the Danny White comparison in a minute, but let me get back on this, what he said. He came out of support of Dez Bryant. And, uh, you know, I, I think he, he, he'd been better off just being quiet because, like I say, the facts hadn't came out. But it, it's kind of hard for me to defend a guy that hits his mother. I'm sorry. I, I don't agree. Or even just to hit a woman, period. I grew up with five sisters. And, and, and the thing in my family was you didn't put your hands on. My dad taught me at an early age, you don't hit a woman regardless of what happens. And, and I had to restrain for that. If I can do it, he can do it too. But it's hard for me to support a guy that puts his hands on his mother. I think Tony Romo should have. Kept his comments. We haven't heard the comments from Jerry or anybody else. Uh, he's been better off just being quiet. I know he has to come out of support because he felt like Des Bryant is going to be, you know, he's been out there practicing. He's doing what he's supposed to do. They're trying to get back, you know, in the season and training camp, all the uh, distractions. But uh, I think in this case he's been better off just being quiet but I, I, I'm I'm concerned. If I'm Jerry, I have to be concerned about Dez Bryant. It, you know, his behavior ever since he's been with Dallas has been questionable. You know, a lot of teams passed on him. We talked about this other week. A lot of teams passed on Dez Bryant because of some of the things he did even in college. You know, so you have to think about who you're getting. And, and, and I know they moved up to get him. Uh, either for the football player, we know he – he has potential to be, but he also had to look at the measure of a man. And in my comparison to him, I say he's y'all modern-day Danny White. I say that because Tony Romo has broke. Danny White also broke all kind of cowboy records. Nah, he didn't break all kind of cowboy records like Tony Romo. Danny White did. Danny Danny White did. Tony Romo is 17 touchdowns away. Hey, 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 we're not talking about passing. Uh, touchdown. Now, if you go back and look, and, and I'm going to pull this up for the next show. I'm going to give you the records. Danny White did break some records, but he couldn't win the big game. I see the same thing in Tony Roman. The comparison is almost identical. You know, that that uh, Danny White could not win a championship with Dallas, he, even with the team he had. And the same thing I'm seeing with Tony Romo. Tony Romo has all the potentials, and we know what the Dallas has had. But are, and you on paper, are you are you are you seriously are you seriously saying that? Oh, I'm seriously, absolutely. I seriously, I'm pretty sure I can get some people to back me up. I saw Danny White play in his age. Danny White was a great quarterback. He reminds me a lot of Tony Romo. He, he's a good passer. He, he does everything right, but he also does everything wrong at the wrong time, and he can't win the big one. Dallas has one playoff win with Tony Romo, one. And we know the teams they had on paper, and we said it every year, even you said it every year, that they're going to the Super Bowl. We have yet to see that out of Tony Romo's leadership. Mm. All right, I'm looking at Danny White's stats since you so up on Danny White. Danny White had 155 touchdowns, 132 interceptions, 
21,959 yards. That's a, a lot of yards. And a passer rating of 81.7. And I guarantee you Romo is higher than that. I'm going to pull up okay, Romo. What, 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 what's the winning percentage? I'm going to pull up Romo's here in just a second. We're going to do this live on the air and finally settle this once and for all. Well, let me tell you something. He, he's still in the same boat with Danny White until he wins a, a, a championship. Danny White hadn't won one, nor has Tony Romo. You said, you said, but you specifically said statistically, Danny yeah, White. Yeah, Danny White broke all kind of records with Dallas. Okay. All right, so to this point, uh, Danny, uh, let's see. Let's go back and look up uh, yeah. career stats here. Okay, yeah, you call him out. Okay, go back to Danny White. We're going to do this live on air. We're going to sell this, of Live on air. We're going to do this live on air. Okay, so far, um, of course, Danny White played 13 seasons. Let's not forget that, so it's going to be a little, uh, okay. little off. All right, a little off, but... Uh, it's 13 seasons compared to Romo, who has played uh, 10 seasons. It's going to be a 10 season going into. Total yards to Romo is 20,834. All right. Okay. He's right there close to close to where he needs to be. Right. His passer rating is 96.9 as a quarterback compared to 81.7 for Danny White. Well, dollar, 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 okay, 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 wait, 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 132. Roma has 72 interceptions. Well, he he, he don't take to make 132. Where's the comparison there? Okay, the 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 numbers are almost identical, except for the no, passing rate. No, they're not rate. almost identical. No, let, 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 let me finish. And 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 in Danny White's era, Dallas was more of a running team than okay, they are and now. They went, and, and and they ran the ball a lot more. But now we we got to look at who they had at Cavan Hill. They had uh, Preston Pearson. I mean, let's look at the guy. They had Newhouse. They were more of a running team than they are now. Now they have a quarterback-driven coach and a quarterback, which they're going to throw the ball more, and his passing rating is going to be higher. But back yeah. then, Dallas ran the ball first and passed second. So Dallas ain't been running the ball the last two years? No. Who have they had as a running back in Tony Romo's Era that you can say is a superstar running back. They, they, we had Tony Dorsett. They had, they had a running team back then, and they're not a run first team now. They're a pass first team now. Am I right? Yeah, you worried about that? Yeah, okay. And and the name the running back in Tony Romo's era that 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 that's a thousand yard run every year that's in the Hall of Fame. You can't. Who? All I'm gonna no, say none. is, okay. No, all none. I'm gonna say is, we, we're not talking about the running game. We're yeah, but they the were run first team. They now it, it's a pass-driven league. Now we know that every team now is a pass-driven league. Back then, there were run first team and pass second. 
So you, but, I'm but, but if you look at the numbers, the numbers are, are completely like, okay, look at playoffs win. How many playoff games did Danny White win and how many playoff games has Tony Romo won? We talking yeah. three years difference. I'm trying. I'm trying to see here if I can get that to pull up here. We know Tony Romo has one. Yes, well, we know he has one. Yes, yes, we know he I has. I think one. they won the NFC maybe twice with Danny White. Okay, maybe well, none. We won, we won the NFC East, but you yet you yet to win a Super Bowl. And, and we know Jerry is a different owner from what they had before Jerry. Fred Mutchison. I mean, he 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 got players that were All second tier, no names. And if you look I what Jerry's done, Jerry's bought. I think you would agree with players. me. I think you would agree with me that if you had to pick one, you were going to take Tony Romo over Danny White. No. Oh come on! Are you serious? I, I, I'm being honest not, with you. You not like the Cowboys that much. You not like the Cowboys that much. Listen. Listen, I was a diehard. You would say Danny White over Tony Romo. I was a diehard Cowboy fan when Danny White played. I am not a diehard Cowboy fan with Tony Romo playing. That's the difference. It, when Danny White played, I loved watching the Cowboys. I went to the Cowboy game. I was the number one Cowboy fan. Since Tony Romo has took over the reins, I, 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 they have lost me. Not only me, but a lot of other people are not Cowboy fans. They were America's team when Danny White played. They're not America's team now. Well, you know what's funny is that Danny White played 13 seasons for the Cowboys, right? 13 right. seasons. Romo's been in the league for 10 seasons, but he's only played since 2006. And he, he already has enough passing yards as Danny White had in 13 seasons. And Romo's but, only played since 06. Because it's a pass-driven team. Oh, of course he's going to have one job. And what, what has he won? Come on, that, come that's on man. Okay. Last year he had, a passer rating, he had a quarterback rating of 102.5. Yeah, but, but did they win? In they, his career. They, they, has he won a championship? Has he? I mean, in 10 seasons, in six start, you say he started six years? He played six years, yes. As a starter. As a quarterback. As period. a quarterback. Okay, how first. many Super Bowls does he have? He got zero. Same as Danny White. How, how many championship games has he had? He's got zero. Same as Danny how White. Many game, how many games has he lost for Dallas? He, oh, yeah, his record is better than Danny White's, man. And you get Tony Romo three more years, I guarantee he'll pass that 132-yard and 132 interceptions. we talking about three more years. Three more years. Would Tony Romo have a championship? No. Three more years. Would Tony Romo have more interceptions? Yes. Yeah. Any white, yeah. so you can't. And, and, and like I said, Dallas was the run first team when they played. No, they featured the run. They featured running backs. They featured running backs. You you have a you have a quarterback coach, right? That's there. not true. That's not true. That's and not that, true. That's a fact. Okay, so that's what about what? So you saying that the Cowboys had no receivers back then? Yeah, the but they were run. You got to listen to what I'm saying. They were a run first team. Well, Kevin what team? 
said, the, Justin the, Pearson. The Cowboys are still a run first team. They still like to no, run no, the ball. No, they're not a run first team, Rodney. Right? They're it. not. Who is your feature back? The Giants had not had a great running back, Tony Dorsett. They had not had a Hall of Fame running back since Tony Dorsett. Am I right or wrong? And you still would take Danny White over Tony Romo? They Answer the question. They have not had a Hall of Fame running back since Tony Dorsett. You still take Danny, Danny White over Tony Romo? Of course. Cowboy fans unite, call in, 323 But what has Tony Romo done for you? Answer that question. What has Tony Romo done for you? Let's take a break. When we come, I got to give you a break, man. You, gotta, you need to go get your head checked, man. You need to get your head checked, man. No, Tony no, Romo uh, with Danny White all day. You listen to RF Sports Radio, RFSportsRadio.com. This is RF with the RF Sports Radio Show. Do you have a business, a product, a service, or a website, and you need more customers? Advertise with the fastest-growing Internet sports radio show and market your business to sports fans worldwide. Don't miss a unique opportunity to capitalize on the biggest marketing genre in the world. Email me at rfsportsradio at gmail.com. That's rfsportsradio at gmail.com. We have options for every budget, and don't let business pass you by. We are back. DeSoto Eagles football is back on RF Sports Radio. Starting August 31st, tune in to RF Sports Radio to hear live Texas high school football action. Coach Claude Mathis returns to lead the Texas football powerhouse on another big season. The electric Dez White and Oregon recruit Dontre Wilson lead a high-powered, high-scoring offense. And hear it all right here on RFSportsRadio.com. It all starts August 31st as the DeSoto Eagles take on Arlington Martin right there in Arlington, Texas. Tune in live for RFSportsRadio.com for live DeSoto Eagles football action. Only here. What's up out there with it, world? What's up with it? It's your boy Chosen. Man, and I'm back in the building, you dig? And for all of y'all that haven't already done it, you know what I'm saying? Go out there and join IcebreakerProductions.com right now. Support your favorite ICE artist right now. You know what I'm saying? Get a ringtone, get a t-shirt, buy the calendar right now. You can even pick up a teddy bear. You know what I'm talking about? We got everything. Got everything. Um, Every Wednesday, y'all need to be checking out the Icebreaker Radio Show at Mm -hmm. 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. 7 p.m. When you hear it, IcebreakerProductions.com. You know what I'm saying? Scroll down about the middle of the page and click on the player and you got us. You know what I'm saying? And if that ain't working for you, hop on iTunes and listen to us on the podcast. I ain't tripping. You know, you can get us on anywhere. anywhere. And uh, if you really want to know what's going down at all times with Icebreaker Productions, you got to follow us on Twitter at Icebreaker Radio. And if right you're a Facebook now. lover, hit us up, Icebreaker Productions. You know right what to do. And uh, for all of y'all that like them live, fresh videos, you know you can follow us on the YouTube channel, Chosen 972. Right if you're now. you're feeling the old school and, you know what I'm saying, you still on MySpace, hit us up. 972, we ain't tripping. And uh, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and hop into this album, the reason that you're hearing my voice. Uh-huh. You like one of these artists, you know what I'm saying? So get your jam on, get your lean on. Yeah. And uh, I'll be back at you later on in the future with more ICE announcements. Already.
Welcome back, everyone, to RF Sports Radio. RFSportsRadio.com. It's been a it's been a pretty wild show. I had Royce arguing with me by Tony Romo versus uh, Danny White. Yeah. Ryan, we talked about this, talked about Penn State. And, and, and Ryan, this show going to archives, right? This show going to archives, right? Yes, it uh, is. Turn the music down. I, I want you to hear this. Turn the music down. I want you to hear this. Now, I, I will say this, and I'm going to say this on air, and you keep this show. When Tony Romo wins a Super Bowl, I put him ahead of Danny White. When he Come wins on, a man. Super Bowl... I come on the air and say he's a better quarterback than Danny White. Well, just to, just to provide some more historical context to your argument, I went ahead and looked up other uh, Cowboy quarterbacks as well. And guess what one Troy Aikman's quarterback rating was for his career in the 12 seasons he played for the Dallas Cowboys? 81.6. Right. Compared to Tony Romo's, 96.9. Right. Well, Danny White's 88. He's, he's rated higher than Roger Starbuck. And right. Troy Aikman in his 12th right. season. So he broke Roger Starbuck's record. Troy Aikman in his 12th season threw for 165 touchdowns. Romo only needs about 15 more touchdowns to pass Troy, uh, 17 more touchdowns to pass Troy Aikman on that. And Troy Aikman threw for 141 interceptions. Again, Romo only has 72. Interception. But, but you're missing the big pitches. How many rings does Troy Aikman have? I, hey, How I know, many rings does hey, Stoppa have? I'm not, I'm not this is Troy. How many rings does Tony Romo have? I'm that, not that's, this you Troy. Miss, that's the big difference. How many rings does Troy Aikman have? He got a 68% passing rating, but he got two back-to-back Super Bowl rings. I'm not comparing Romo to Troy. Well, I'm why do you play the game, Rodney? Why do you play the game? To okay, win the Super okay. Bowl. If you had to rank the Cowboy quarterbacks, you would go what? Aikman, Starbuck, Meredith. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, Romo, let, 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 let me let, Romo, let me rate him. No, Romo. let me rate him. Let me rate him. Okay? My number one would be Roger Starbuck. My number two would be Dandy Don. My number three would be Danny White and my number four would be Tony Romo. <laughs> That's terrible, man. Tony Romo is 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 at least I would go Aikman first, Starbuck. Oh come on, you ain't gonna put and then then Tony Romo. He's number four in the top top uh, Cowboy quarterback of all time. What what name three other top Dallas Cowboy quarterbacks you would put in there? <laughs> it ain't no more. I mean, so you have to name those four, but. The bottom line is Tony Romo will always be known as a Dallas Cowboy quarterback that couldn't win the big game. Well, his career's not over. He's, he's, he's already been known as that. that. That's the rep he's got. I mean, if you look at every sports show, every uh, uh, reporter, everybody will back me up and say that he cannot win the big game, and he hasn't won the big game. That's the rep on Tony Romo. You think people are going around saying he's the greatest quarterback the Dallas Cowboys had or he won so many Super Bowls? No, you can't say that. All well, you can say is all, he, again, he's, the, he's probably the biggest disappointment of that quarterback Dallas Cowboys had. 
That's why they play the game. That's why they play the game is all I got to say about that. That's how why they play the game. I cannot wait for football season to start. Training camp starts on uh, this week and also next week as well. So we'll talk a lot more. Well, Ronnie, you say this every year. Every year I try to talk you out of, you know, you're student of the game. And, and I don't know how you fall into that Jerry, drinking the Jerry Kool-Aid every year because he comes out and says, oh, this team is this, and, and, and next year is always next year, always next year. So what are you saying, wait till next year? All right, man, let's say that yeah, for our football preview show. How about that? Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we will. And we we will. I, I, I want to get some. Uh, matter of fact, we should run a poll starting this week <laughs> and, and have people to, to vote online and, and to see their opinions of Tony Romo. Would he be known as the one that couldn't get it done or the one that did get it done, like Roger Staubach and Troy Aikman? We'll see. We'll find out what happens. Now, let's jump on to basketball real fast. Again, you can follow us online at rfsportsradio.com. Basketball real quick. The Olympics is coming up on Friday, Royce. Of course, a lot of, we had a big discussion about Team USA versus the Dream Team. And Team USA today finally knocked off Spain. We thought Spain would be their biggest test. And they won handily over Spain today. I mean, it really well, they, that, Spain had a lot of hurt players. Uh, both teams had players out. Uh, and it didn't start out that way. They're much bigger than they are. I expect a difference, and I think they're going to be the biggest competition for the U.S. Olympic team. But, uh, you know, we, we're not going to go into comparison. This team has been struggling. They're not winning by an average uh, of 44 points. They're not struggling. I, can I finish my statement? They're, they're, not, they're not winning they're not by struggling. an average of 44 points. I, I think this is a great team. I think they hadn't revealed themselves. I think they will win. But comparing them, they're not the dream team. It's not the same thing. Uh, you say the competition is better, so they, they probably will struggle. I see them win. They got great athletes on this team. It's just, just like other night, Carmelo Anthony stepped up, LeBron James stepped up, and they got players on this team that can step up. But on the dream team, it was such a team sport that you didn't have to score 27 points. You didn't have to score 29 points. You didn't have to average uh, seven, uh, five assists and 17 rebounds. It was a much balanced team, and we see now that somebody, somebody on this Olympic team now has to step up in order for them to win. They have to hit at least 20, 25 points. You know, all I got to say to that is, and I know you're very critical of them, but I'm going to keep repeating this. If the dream team plays against the players they play against now, they would struggle just the same. It wouldn't be no 40 yeah, points. Yeah, at their age, they would struggle, but in their prime. No, no, that, that's, that's, Friday, not true. Friday, that's not true. This, this you team got, is struggling stop, now. You have to stop, you have to stop like the dream team as being this almighty great team. They, they played against a bunch of high school teams, man. They were playing against NBA me? pros and these other leagues. They, they, played, they played against a bunch of high school teams. Are teams you that kidding barely me? put teams together. They didn't play against any, any good teams. They didn't, play not, right. they didn't play not one good team on the way to that gold medal. Okay. I, I, okay. I, I heard that, but listen to this. Only one person on the dream team is not in the Hall of Fame. And who is that? Christian Leighton. Right? Right? 
That was a different NBA. Oh, no, no, no. Can let me that just listen. NBA. If you want to put, if you I want guarantee to you, everybody on this Olympic team would not be in the NBA Hall of Fame. I guarantee you. If you want to put you. a team together of current NBA players that will make it to the Hall of Fame, you could do that too. But they're not the dream team, so you can't compare you can do them. That you don't if have you the best make, players if you in the to NBA make a, right now. No, if you wanted to make a quote-unquote dream team, if you wanted to make all Hall of Famers on one team that are currently playing in the NBA, you could do that. And then, that was the goal yeah. when they made that team. Okay, they could but, do that if they wanted to. Okay, so you are you saying that they have the best players in the NBA right now on the Olympic team? No, they don't have the best okay. players on there. No, so how can you say that they're better? We had the best players, all but one guy is in the Hall of Fame. And like I said earlier, you, you, you evaded the question that I guarantee you that every player on this Olympic team will not be in the NBA Hall of Fame. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree okay. with that hundred percent. But like I so, said, if you wanted, if if your sole purpose was to put together a team of Hall of Famers, you could do that with the current you, players. You can get these current players that, that are the best of the best, and I bet guarantee all those guys won't make it to the they Hall of Fame. They did the same. They did the same thing. They put the dream team together. They said, "We know what we want: a bunch of Hall of Famers, no matter how old they are and that's, how unathletic they are." That's why they're they the dream team. They could have went out there. Hall of Famers. Do you not get that? That's exactly why they're the dream team because they are—they were the best. Well, like I yeah. said, if, if they, they are would, the best. They would have the competition that's out there right now. It'd be a different story. You wouldn't be calling them the dream team. They don't have any. They didn't. They didn't play any kind of competition like they play right now. And that's the bottom line. Period. Let me ask you something. Have you have you dreamed about Haley Berry or somebody else? That, that's the best of the best. Dream team is something that you can't even imagine. And that's what you got. You got the best players ever to play the game in 92, the best of the best, and there never be another Magic, never be another Michael Jordan. I mean, these guys are Hall of Famers, right? Do you understand what I'm saying? They went to the NBA and said, we want the best players, and, and you got to say this dream team is not the best players in the NBA right now. You know what, there's some Hall of Famers on this team, too. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Yeah, there's there's some Hall of Famers on this team. Yeah, there are some Hall of Famers on this team. But everybody on that team was a Hall of Famer. Everybody on that team, except one, and he was the only one college player on the team that didn't make the Hall of Fame. You know what? I would not be surprised if everybody on this team makes the Hall of Fame. I guarantee you everybody on that team won't make the Hall of Fame. I wouldn't I be surprised you if that was You tell me Westbrook is going to make the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not uh, be surprised whatsoever. Uh, they're not even the best at their positions, Rodney. How do they go make the Hall of Fame? They're not even the best at their positions. I would not be surprised whatsoever they make it to the you know, Hall of Fame. That, 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 that's why we debate this, because you have your opinion, I have mine. And, you know, 89% of the time you're usually wrong. So <laughs> we, we can argue this till the cows come home. But the fact of the matter is there will only be one, and I, I repeat, one dream team. It's in the books. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We were made to be seen. Of course, the Olympic starts on Friday, so on Thursday's show we'll talk about that. We'll also get into the training camps that are starting in the NFL, get ready for 
football, get ready for everything else. Before we go, quick story in the Major League Baseball, Suzuki, uh, well, Ichiro, Ichiro Suzuki, switched teams from the Mariners to the Yankees right before the game started. Walked to the other dugout. And yeah, <laughs> wasn't that something? And got his first hit on his first uh, at-bat as a Yankee right there at Mariners uh, Stadium. What do you think about that? Yeah, you know, I've never seen anything like that before in my life. Great story, man. I mean, I'd like to have been there to see that. You just walk to the other side and then get a hit with the other teams. I mean, that's, that's talking about stepping into some big shoes or stepping right into the job, ready to play. You can can ask for anything better than that. Yeah, so big shout to uh, Easter Rope. You want to see his first hit as a New York Yankee, go to uh, rfsportsradio.com to find that right now. Until Thursday, we thank everybody for tuning in. It's been a great debate today. We have an even bigger debate on Thursday. And some more special guests to come. Again, find us online at rfsportsradio.com. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash rfsportsradio. Until then, keep tuning in to Sports Talk from a fan's perspective when you want it. your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.